Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans, and I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Tonight's podcast is entitled, Lord, I Need a Breakthrough. There are several definitions for the term breakthrough. The online dictionary, yourdictionary.com, presents several meanings for this expression. Some of them are overcoming something and having an achievement, the act, result, or place of breaking through against resistance as in warfare, a strikingly important advance or discovery, an act of overcoming or penetrating an obstacle or restriction, a military offensive that penetrates an enemy's lines of defense, and a major achievement or success that permits further progress as in technology. Several of these definitions are related to the way that the expression is used in Christian circles, but they do not quite mean the same thing. When a saint says, Lord, I need a breakthrough, what they're asking for is different than the definitions that are previously presented. So exactly what is a spiritual breakthrough? A spiritual breakthrough is a total change in the circumstances surrounding one's life. It's a situation when God's intervention is required. The expression, if God does not do it, it cannot be done, applies here. The saint is aware that he or she is totally dependent upon God to change their circumstances. Whether there is a spiritual door that needs to be opened, an answer from God is needed, or a mountain that needs to be moved, God can give you that breakthrough. I'm reminded that the prophet Daniel though he was a great man of God, had his answer from God held up by Satan. Daniel, in the 10th chapter of the book of Daniel, sought God for three weeks for an answer. God dispatched both Gabriel, his messenger angel, as well as Michael, his warrior angel, to make sure that Daniel received his breakthrough. If you seek him as you should, God will give you your breakthrough too. Let's look at a couple of situations in which a breakthrough was needed. In both cases, God showed himself mighty and strong in response to the cry of his saints who sought him, who asked in faith and believed that a change would come with nothing wavering. Jeremiah 29 and 13 says, And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Exodus 15 and 26 says, and said, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and wilt do that which is right in his sight and wilt give ear to his commandments and keep all of his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Let's look at a couple of scenarios in which a major breakthrough was needed. Scenario number one. A young man that I will call OLS 
experienced the rupture of an aortic aneurysm due to severe high blood pressure. He had emergency surgery and the aneurysm was successfully repaired. He did well for several years, but was found in the emergency room again with severe unrelenting chest pain. The diagnosis was even more devastating this time. The aneurysm had extended further down into his chest area, and the surgeon who repaired it the first time said that he was unable to perform the surgery this time. The location of the aneurysm made it so difficult to reach that it appeared that there was no hope. But his family was no ordinary group of people. These were saints of the Most High God who knew God to be a miracle worker. And they cried out to God for a breakthrough. When the doctor told the family this crushing news, they felt the weight of despair, but they refused to believe that there was no hope for the young man. The doctor then told them there was only one small chance there was a medical team in the country that would be able to perform this surgery without the outcome of paralysis of his legs and or his death. The doctor then told them that this top-notch surgical team was located in Houston, Texas, not New York or California. Okay, here's that breakthrough number one. The team was located only 240 miles away and in the very city where the young man's father, grandparents, and many other family members lived. He had a team of loving, caring, and praying family members in Houston. The family was told that if the Houston team could do the surgery on an emergent basis, and if the young man could be transported there without further extension of the aneurysm, it was possible that his life could be saved. But time was of the essence. Here comes the second breakthrough. Breakthrough number two came when the family was told that the surgical team was Dr. Michael DeBakey. Dr. DeBakey is the doctor who actually created the surgical technique that was needed and he would be able to perform the surgery. The family was then told that the young man needed to be air evacuated to Houston right away but the family was asked to produce thousands of dollars immediately. This sent a new shockwave through the family as they all got their heads together on how they could come up with the money in the most expeditious manner. The hospital social worker ran to them to say, forget about the money. You will not have to pay a dime. They were preparing him for transport at the very moment that she spoke. The family began to give God great praise because they knew that the miracles that they were experiencing were because of God's intervention. What a breakthrough. The outcome of this whole event was that the young man got to Houston without further extension of the aneurysm. He had the surgery, which was very successful, and he lived for many years following these events. Now, he's in heaven now, but he was given an extension on life so that he could be saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Here's scenario number two. This second scenario actually piggybacks 
onto the first scenario. A 55-year-old firefighter and father of five, we'll call him W.L., had been diagnosed as having a severe heart condition. He was told that his years of smoking had caused him to need a heart transplant. But because of his age and the difficulty that he was having with stopping smoking, it did not appear that he was a good candidate for a heart transplant, although his name was added to the transplant recipient list. Now, this man was not saved, and it appeared that his time was about up on planet Earth. He had even had a cardiac arrest, but God gave him his life back. But this man had saved family members who refused to give up on him. His two sisters were ministers, one an evangelist and the other a missionary. They spoke to that brother again about the goodness of Jesus as they had on many occasions. This time the young man really listened. The Lord saved him and filled him with the Holy Ghost and instantly, glory to God, delivered him from smoking. Now, this man was actually the uncle of the young man in scenario number one. When the surgery was successfully performed on OLS, the young man of scenario number one, the young man's mother and aunt was so excited about what God had done for him, they drove the 50 miles from Houston to where W.L. lived. They called W.L.'s children his children's spouses, his grandchildren, and everybody in the family they could gather, called them together and they cried out to God for a breakthrough for W.L. Their faith was high because of the series of miracles that they had experienced with OLS. That night, God moved in that living room in such a profound way that they knew that God had heard and answered their prayers. The breakthrough that they sought from God came that very night. The sisters of W.L. traveled the 50 miles back to Houston to be near OLS, scenario number one, as he recovered from his surgery. At midnight, the sisters received a phone call. W.L. and his wife had received a call from the doctors and were told to be at the hospital in 45 minutes. They said they had a new heart for him, and he would receive his transplant that very night. W.L. and his wife made it to the hospital in 30 minutes. When they arrived, they were told that his physicians were traveling by plane to Dallas, Texas to pick up his heart. And this was the same city that OLS in scenario number one had traveled from. That night, the former firefighter received his heart transplant, and W.L. lived successfully for many years following that transplant. Most of all, he lived for and he loved God the rest of his life. By now, you may be wondering how I happen to know so many of the intimate details concerning these two scenarios. The young man in scenario number one, was my son and my only child. His uncle, of course, was my second brother. They are both in heaven now, and I feel very confident that I will see them again when I get there. But they didn't die as a result of the conditions that they had. 
I love God so much for the miracles that he gave to both of them. I can stand on the truth of the scriptures that if you will trust him, he will do what you ask him to do. You must never give up simply because a situation looks difficult. There is nothing too hard for our God. Jeremiah 32, 27 says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? That scripture literally means what it says. There is nothing. Do you hear me? There is nothing that is too hard for God. Is your problem spiritual? Is it physical, mental, emotional, financial? Whatever it is, give it to the Lord and he will work it out. Keep praying and he will give you your breakthrough. But before I leave you, I would like to pray for you. Let's you and I join our hearts and our hands across the miles, spiritually, as we pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, you are the master of every situation, and we know that there is nothing too hard for you. You are our God, and we love you with our whole hearts. Lord, I lift my brother and I lift my sister that are seeking you now for a spiritual breakthrough in their lives. Even as you have opened many doors that were closed in my face, I pray now that you will open doors for them. You see their individual situations, oh God, and I'm asking you to work them out. Make the crooked path straight, oh God. Increase their faith in you and encourage their hearts. If a miracle is needed, supply that miracle, please, God. If comfort is needed, supply that comfort. Whatever the need may be, meet it for them, O oh God. Let your presence and anointing overshadow them now. Touch them now, God, from the crown of their heads to the sole of their feet, God. Work this situation out. Please allow this humble prayer to serve as the point of contact that they need in order to receive their breakthrough. And Lord, if there be any that are not saved, I'm praying that as this prayer goes forth across the miles, that you will save their soul, oh God. Deliver them from a world of sin. Welcome them in, oh God, into your glory. Help them, oh God, to live a clean and a holy life for you. Let them know that you have heard their prayers and you have seen their tears. Show yourself mighty, oh God. Show yourself strong, oh God, in their lives. In the master's name of Jesus Christ, the one who died for our sins, do we pray. Amen and amen.